And now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's In the Green Room. Green is in, but what does that really mean for you? Join the gang for a fun and energetic half-glass, half-full perspective to what and how sustainability is the lifestyle for the future. It can really affect everything you do, from your health, wallet, environment, money, even your morals. So our goal, to help save the planet one show at a time. Now, welcome to The Green Room. Well, good evening in The Green Room fans. I'm Quita. I'm Kinga. And you guys know the motto, it's saving, saving the, the planet, planet one show at a time. time. Yay! <laughs> He's clapping for us. And we've got a very exciting show, as you can hear from Kinga giggling. <laughs> she has been giggling since I've talked to her early today, and it hasn't stopped. And I think she's giggling now. You guys know our premier sponsor, Goodwill Industry. The Goodwill. The Goodwill. Hello, the best place and in town. The, and, and yes, for shopping. Everywhere. For I am shopping. amazed at how much we found because everybody knows you can donate your clothes there. You can get cheaper clothes there, but the and the, you can get jobs. You you can get trained if if you're homeless. Go there and get education, learn about computers, and they'll set you up with work. Yes. And the great thing about the clothes is even though they're cheap, they don't look cheap. Kinga and I proved it. (laughs) (laughs) We went last week. We found dresses that we said we have to wear to the show. Mine was $5. The one that Kinga got, I begged her for. (laughs) And she said, nope, you got the other one. This one is mine. So Kinga, where's your dress? Well, okay. So this one is from Goodwill. But the one I bought with you last week. Yes. I decided to wash it. Which you should have washed it, yes, but. And it was too big, so I thought, oh, I'll shrink it in the dryer. It wasn't but that it big, shrunk guys. shrunk it in half. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kinga went back to Goodwill today. So, so now I'm uh, wearing black, and you're wearing orange, and we look like it's a Halloween show. Well, I mean, Halloween is just, what, a month away? That's right. So we were so just preparing. We're, we're getting ready. Right. <laughs> How much was your dress, by the way? Uh, six dollars. Ooh, mine was five. I win. Yes. All right, $6, guys. Six dollars. <laughs> and then very, very, very exciting guests to tell you guys about. Now, we all are trying to do our part in being sustainable. Our first guest, he is helping us with eco-friendly homes made out of hemp. Oh, yes. Uh, are, are we talking about Mark yeah. Lampy over yes. here? Mark, yes. can you say hello? Hemp homes. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lighter with that? <laughs> we get whatever you want us to have, Mark. Excellent. A pipe <laughs> so, and a lighter. So Mark, Mark was in the music business, and we can go to that. But I also want to introduce Jeff Christensen, who's right next to Quita. And, can you and, say hello? Hello. <laughs> Ooh, Jeff has the voice. And not only That's does he. sexy. <laughs> These two together, you don't understand. They just met and it's Thank like you, they've Mark. known each other forever. And it's party time up in here. Now, Jeff is going to help us all by the time we get all of his advice and we're done with the show in one hour. We are all going to know how to be millionaires. One hour? Yes. Oh, l- no, listen. <laughs> I wish you guys could see the face. This was 20 minutes. <laughs> the, the Worth magazine, if you guys all go to your uh, magazine bookstores and Google Worth magazine, he's been uh, voted uh, top 24 financial advisors in USA. One of the top 24 leading advisors, Is that right? correct? Did I he's say got it all correct, kind of accolades. Yeah, Yes, correct. But you, but you know uh, the old joke about <clears throat> the guy who... Uh, Made a fortune, had a million dollars. Yes. That's a joke. Yeah, tell he us the joke. He started with $2 million <laughs> in the music business. Okay, well, I hope that's not the type that's of financial like advisor 000. you are. <laughs> so, oh, no. So both Mark and Jeff uh, somehow are in the music business or have a lot to do with music. And Jeff is a drummer. Uh, Mark's nothing. Mark, Mark's, Mark's a nothing. And speaking of musicians, you guys know we've got our house musician in the house. Jam. Jam. And, and Jam has perfected. He actually wrote a song just for In the Green Room. Should, we, green. should we start with and that song? And we are so excited. Jam. Should we I start think with you're the putting song? Jam on the spot, and he's not quite ready. Jam. He said Where's talk, the and he'll Let's be ready. Guitar. All right. Tune well, while we wait for Jam, Kinga, how was your week? Oh, my gosh. Or my weekend. Week, my week and weekend has been incredible. Um, my kids are being nice to me. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know how huge that is for the kids to be nice? <laughs> hey, I'm with you. My kids weren't very nice to me this morning, but I think we're good. <laughs> so that made me really happy. And uh, Chet, Chet made a plan to go with me to Dave Chappelle this Saturday. Oh, it's a you're date. going to see Dave. Oh, yes. Nice. How nice. Chet, could you say hello? 
Now, Chet, guys, you know Chet. he is behind the camera. For those of you watching us on In the Green Room. Green, our Facebook page. Chet was being nice, but he changed his mind and he told his mom no. So I want you to say hello. Will you say hello, please? Hey, Green Room, how's it going? There we go. So, All right. so his favorite is Dave Chappelle, and he and I are going to go see Dave Chappelle on Saturday. Uh, let's see. That's a I went good to s- son. Right. <laughs> a good son. Somebody's got to do it. Where's he playing? Uh, Comerica. We can all go. It could be a big oh, party. Oh, there you go. What you want to go? I'll be on Saturday a beach. night. Comerica. Oh, I won't be. <laughs> I'll be on a beach. You want to go, Quita? No, he's, I've he's, got date night. He's a comedian. You, you and your hub could go. You know what? I just, you know, my can hubby loves. Night? Yeah. Yeah, a different night. Yeah, because I would love to. Okay. Okay. You mean just go out a different night, not Dave Chappelle, because he's not going to be here a different night. I'd just like to do anything with you people. Oh. Because oh. we're so much fun. I think you're fantastic. Go. I'm just not going to be here. I'm going to be in L.A. Well, then when you get back, let's have our own comedy show. How about that? There you Promise? go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but we're going to have to invite him. Absolutely. Of course. Bud Rushley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, since okay. we're talking fun, Jam so, is ready. Jam, are you ready? So, to start the night off. So, Jam, do you want to come over? Yeah. Okay. So, guys, Jam wrote this song, like, in minutes, and he has perfected it. That just tells you how talented he is. Thanks, Quita. All right, what All you right. got? So, this is the theme song for In the Green Room, and, uh, yeah, so here we go. In the green room, in the green room. In the green room So many things are in bloom We can heal each other now Love Mother Earth, you are a child In the green room In the green room In the green room Yeah, there's just a little jingle for you guys, so... about that jam thank you thank you so jam really come come on back over and tell us how long really did it take you to write that special special song for us probably like five minutes (laughs) honestly but well it didn't sound like five minutes uh, i really like that one minute long song i really like that (laughs) isn't that great it had a very appropriate feel Right? You like Thank it? You. Yeah, I thought that was really good. Could you, well, could you add a, drums to it, Jeff? I think it would screw it up. <laughs> I think he's trying to get out of having to play those drums. That's no, what I, I think. No, I think, it, I think it was just right as is. I saw him play the drums last night. I'm very impressed with your drumming. Well, you're too kind. Yeah, no. Or <clears throat> as a friend of mine says, there's no accounting for taste. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since you're all excited over here and talking, let's let's first get started talking a little bit about money. <laughs> it's green, and we're they, in the green they, room. And they don't call it the, they don't call it the green room for nothing. Yeah, let's get right, right to it. No, yeah. no need let's to be around the bush. Let's talk about how to recycle money. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a term for that. I got a guy in Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pro- yeah. Pro- probably not the appropriate topic. So really, though, um, Jeff, talk to us. You are a financial advisor, and you have some huge clients that have a whole lot of money. And is that due to you, them keeping their money? That's a good question. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Well, we certainly hope to enhance that. Yes. 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 (laughs) How do you find your new clients? Uh, Primarily just word of mouth. Mm-hmm. What would you say, because everybody wants to have money, we all want to be rich, but we don't want to be cheap, and we don't want to work forever. What would you say is one of the number one mistakes people make in losing their money? That's a good question, Quita. That, that is a good one. Why, yeah. thank because you. That is, a, that is a remarkably good Well, because uh, Mark over question. here uh, man, was an agent for many famous musicians for 20 years, and he said a lot of them went through all their money. And he'd watch, he'd, he would get 20%. Uh, they go through their money and you'd still have yours? Yes, yes. So, so. And he's smiling for those of you who can't see the face. It's a pretty big smirk, too. I don't know if that meant he's happy about them not having money or just happy that he had it. Mark, how would they lose their money? How would, you you, you told me stories. I think you told me a lot of stories. What it is is they don't know how to invest their money properly. 
And I think that when they're used to earning a certain level of income, you know, the entertainment business has a longevity of only a certain amount of time. And when you look at who's able to sustain over the years and maintain that status, it's very narrow when you think about it out there. I mean, could anybody name me somebody that was number one on Billboard five years ago? Yeah, that's very true. So yeah. we always encourage people to invest their money wisely. Yeah. So how do you do that? What does that mean, though? That's easy to say wisely, but what is considered wise? Because what's wise to me may not be to somebody else. Come on, yeah. Jeff, let us know. Tell, tell <laughs> us what we need to do. He's keeping secrets over here. Uh, no, no. It, it, and that brings up a good point, is that there's actually not a lot of, quote, secrets. Uh, well, and, and a lot of... Okay, what are the tips then? Well, hang on. Let's stay on secrets for a minute. Okay, because okay, I like okay, secrets, secrets Okay, secrets. I like this. <laughs> secrets, okay. Uh, and I wonder Mark's feedback or his uh, perspective or experience was having seen this is uh, a, a lot of people, if you, th there, there's a couple of kind of people specifically that I work with. Okay. And the first kind of person is a guy or gal who is typically a very successful business owner. And they've built a business, they've built a company, uh, they, you know, came from probably a middle class background, worked very hard to do something. They might be a successful real estate developer, right? Mm -hmm. But, but kind of one brick at a time for many, many years, they have been in the business of building a business, okay? Okay. So just every day, all day, one brick at a time, they've just been in the mode of thinking like and acting like a business person, Okay. So working with that person, it can be simpler to go in and talk about prudent financial strategies because they, under, un, they understand that there's probably not some hiding secret and there's probably not some magic pill. Okay? Mm -hmm. So they tend to be fairly, it's, it's you know, we, we speak Sensible. the same language. Okay? An interesting what? thing. What was that? Sensible. 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 Okay. okay. Thank you, Mark. Like-minded, like <laughs> maybe. Sensible. Okay. okay. An interesting thing in something that we might call a sudden wealth syndrome, whether it's somebody who won the lottery or somebody who hit, you know, they were nobody from nowhere and then they got a big hit and now they got a big contract or something. A lot of these people come into what we call a sudden wealth syndrome. Mm -hmm. And many of those people have not been building a business. They've not been business people. So, so many of them then have a romanticized notion so they're clueless kind of i wasn't going to say that kind of totally naive. totally <laughs> i say they're naive <laughs> just 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 inexperienced in, in, yeah. well, they're naive because they're not used to it they come in like you said a sudden wealth yeah and all of a sudden you're given this big responsibility yeah when you think about it yeah and you don't know how to manage it or maintain it sure sure and then sometimes something that i've found is they may have a romanticized notion or idea of what investing is, okay? So if I go to the person who developed that high-rise uh, condo complex. Okay, and Scott's do. Okay. That person wants to talk about cap rates and cash flow and interest rates and rent rolls and all sorts of stuff like that, mm -hmm. okay? Okay. And he has a kind of a brick-by-brick brick understanding of how money is made and, and what risks are, okay? Mm -hmm. And he might be building that building to sell it off to a REIT and make like a 20% profit. 20% 20, 20 profit, okay? So he might put 50 million bucks in the deal, try and sell it for 60 million, he made $10 million. It's a 20% profit, okay? Now, when we were kids, when we were little kids, when we watched the Beverly Hillbillies, <laughs> okay, or, or reruns of the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> I right? love that show. The way, the way that Jed Clampett got rich was he accidentally struck oil and now he's a rich millionaire. So it was kind of random and it was kind of romanticized. Okay, So you will see over and over things like in the music business or in the entertainment business or in LA, things, things like this famous entertainment personality invested five million dollars cash to the rights of fragrance wells i'm sorry secret what fragrance 
wells in France. Okay. okay. So the most remarkable, expensive, valuable French perfume comes from these very essential secret oils. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was selling the rights to these. How interesting. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, it's a scam. Okay. And, and so, <laughs> oh, it's a scam. It was a total oh, scam. Yeah. So, oh, okay. so, so the scam. idea was they were going to buy these secret rights for $5 million and be able to sell them off for like $100 million. Gotcha. Okay. So, so kind of so, it sounds too good to be true. It kind of is. You'd be be surprised. A a lot of these people will hear things that do sound very, very good, very good, and they do hope them to be true. And you will see a lot of people with sudden wealth syndrome. And I'm not, I'm not, there are a lot of very bright people in the entertainment world. I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to insinuate that there's not, but there are also a lot of people that, that did get sudden wealth syndrome and then wind up doing things, you know, where, hey, I've got this romanticized idea. Of investing, so and, if I and I'm going to hit it big. So if I did hit it big, say you know we just recently had a big lottery winner. Yep. What would you? What would your advice be of what not to do? The Don't very first the, the phone. The, 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 right, pay, right. Because you know what? Wait, if I win, I'm not telling you. Lottery winner. What about a, a sponsor that sponsors us in an enormous check? Well, oh, which, you mean like happen. we hit big? Well, yeah, I was we hit just, that way. you know, people who are We're out there trying to get people rich. Out there. <laughs> let's stick. Let us here, know. Here, let's stick. You ask great questions. Let's okay. stick with the lottery winner for a minute. Okay. Okay. okay? There's actually been research and studies done, okay, on two interesting things. One is NFL players who get contracts. Mm-hmm. The other is lottery winners. And oh. regardless of the size of the lotto winnings or the contract, mm-hmm. The majority of them go bankrupt. Really? Yep. The majority. Well, Kinga, if you won the lottery, what would you do? Invest. But what does that mean? How do you know where to invest? Okay. I call Jeff. And the first Christensen. (laughs) Christensen management. Did you just do a commercial? And the the very first, and this is just kind of a a funny thing that I never would have thought of, that a lawyer that I work with very closely, Ike Devji, he's a he's the top asset protection lawyer in the country. Is he What's his name? Ike Devji, D- and you can Google him. D is in David, E-V-J-I. Okay. Ike okay. Devji, uh, brilliant, brilliant guy. And he, he said to me one time, because he's got some lotto winners as clients, he said, you know, the very first thing they need to do is shut up. Really? Okay. So you see this person recently get this, whatever, $500 million check, and the next thing you know, their face is on TV. Yes. Okay, the last thing on planet Earth I'm going to do if I get that check is announce it to the world mm-hmm. so that I can get kidnapped. Or not just kidnapped. Everybody you know Robbed, from high school, everything. They're ripped off. <laughs> ripped off. Attacked. Everybody attacked. wants some. Right? I mean, so just one simple thing like that. Everybody wants some. So, guys, did I you get that? His too. advice. Hey, Van Halen, very like well. <laughs> right? Excellent. Everybody. Excellent. Wait, my, my yeah. mic went out. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. I can tell. It's did not, you guys hear what Jeff said? He working. said the number one thing that you don't want to do once you hit it big, especially something like the lottery. I hear you fine. You do? Especially something okay. like the lottery is don't tell anybody. Correct. It's nobody's business but your own. Correct. That was good advice. So that, that's great advice, actually. And Send Jeff in to collect the money. And <laughs> <laughs> you, you, better, you better come with me. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, but, but, but that's a good point of not just what to do, but something not to do. Okay, well, what's a one thing to do? Okay, so here's... Kinga won the lottery. Yeah, okay, okay I won the lottery. Okay, Kinga won the lottery. I, I won, uh, how much did I win? Well, how much do you want to win? A um, billion dollars. Got it. A billion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a lot. It's ambitious. <laughs> okay. The, 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 first thing I would do, the first thing I would do is not tell anybody. Okay. That's for, sure, for sure don't go on TV. You know, what, you know what I'd, I'd do with my money? I'd start getting all these businesses in Arizona to recycle. What's well, good? I, well, I'd, I'd figure out a way to make it work. But wait. First, you want to keep that money so that you can make more. So yep. Jeff is telling okay. us how to do that. Okay. Right. So literally, the very first thing I would do, first thing I would do is I would grab whoever I trust the most yep. and love the most. Clita. Okay. And and I would see Jackson right here. All right. Love her. And I would go somewhere. I would go somewhere. Yes. For a week. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes, we'd go for a week. All right. I would lock myself into the presidential suite. We'd lock ourselves in of there. whatever wonderful resort you could find. Okay. Okay. And I would order some champagne yes. and I would just talk and do some soul surging. Perfect. And say, you know what? 
the money means nothing unless it means something. And what do I want it to mean? And what do I actually care about? And what are my values, right? A good friend of mine, Peter Thomas, you know, once, once said to me, when your values are clear, your decisions are easy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. When your values are clear, your decisions are easy. Okay, so you go and you lock, because what a lot of people want to think about first is what do I do? Yes. Okay, well, forget what do you do. Why, why would you do some things? So in Kinga's case, you might say, hey, you know what? I want to have, have a million dollar a year income, and I just want to blow it. I don't, I don't care. I'm, Kinga's a very generous person, generous spirit, generous with money, generous with everything. I just want to pick up the tab everywhere I want to go. I actually and am. I, just, and I actually I, really am. I know. I know. That, that's why I said it. And, <laughs> okay. and, and, you know, and you know what? At the same time, I would love to see, I would love to see $100 million go to five different charities right, where they appoint me to the board, and I'm going to take an active role, okay? And for everybody, that money might be different because everybody's values are different, okay? But most people think of it and do it the other way around. What am I going to do with this money? No, stop. Stop. Think about why you have money and why would you care about it, Mm -hmm. right? And what are you doing all this for? I'll talk to a a 50-year-old guy who's a business owner and he's worth pretend it's 50 million dollars okay it could be 5 million or 50 million whatever the number is he's worth 50 million dollars and I'll say to him okay have you done any estate planning or bought any life insurance and he says well I don't know <laughs> that's a good answer I don't know okay <laughs> and you say okay well wait a minute you got 50 million bucks now and you're 50 years old and you got all the stuff you want right you got the you got the car and the boat and the house and whatever right what do you keep going to work for and Maybe s- he likes it. I like working. I like working. Okay, well, ultimately... I mean, me, quit oh, it, quit it. Oh, Even if you had $10 billion, wouldn't you want us to keep doing the show? Oh, yeah. Of course, see? But, but they, tip, they typically get to a point where they say, I just like doing this. I'm not doing this for me anymore. I'm doing it for my family, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they right. haven't necessarily thought through, well, maybe I should do some estate planning and put all this stuff in order to make sure that I don't pay a bunch of money in taxes when I die. Because I'm doing the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a big disconnect a lot of time with people between the why and the what and the how. So Why, what, and how? So bottom line, you don't want to make haste decisions. You want to really think it out. You don't want to tell anybody. It's not everybody's business. And really, you just want to plan. Sure, and then put your team together. There you go. Okay. If you want to come talk to me and hire me, great. But it shouldn't just be me. It should be me, and it should be a CPA, and it should be an attorney, and well, just like if the doctor, if maybe you it find should out be a business a manager, and, and there should be a little team around the table, and everybody's watching what everybody does. Mm-hmm. I, you know. Well, that, that he says that. that? Well, and, and then too, Mark. One of the things a lot of people would probably do with that money, we're going to buy some houses. So we Hopefully. want you to tell us how to make those houses eco-friendly. But before we do that, Jam has been over there dancing in his seat with no music plan. So we want to hear some music, but I want you guys to kind of get your questions together, too, while Jam is playing. Of course, listen and dance and party. But, you know, we've got one of the top financial advisors here in the house. So you definitely want to to get them while you can. Jeff Christensen, Google him in the Worth Magazine. And then Mr. Mark Lamp here is going to help us make sure our houses are eco-friendly. And then we've got one of the most eco-friendly musicians in the house right now, Mr. Jam now. So get on over here and jam for us. Yay. <laughs> so now this song is what, Jam? It's not our song, but did you write this song that you're playing for us yeah, right now? What's he the is title going to it? play an original. Oh, I love the giving tree. <laughs> oh, All right. Love it. No, you won't. We've got people trying to leave the building. All right. Want to steer your mic? Boom. All right, everybody that's chiming in. Thanks for listening to In the Green Room. Green. Appreciate it. All right, this song is called Giving Tree. Ah. (laughs) I've been waiting for a sign it didn't come, didn't come Then mother asked me why It didn't come, 
didn't come She said Has your mind opened up? She said, honey, don't give up Just believe that it's best You are my giving tree I break a limb and you love me Oh, go green, yeah Like a candle's burning flame So contained, so contained I want to reach into something Greater than me, greater than me She said, has your mind opened up? She said, honey, don't give up. Just believe that it's best. You are my giving tree. I break a limb and you love me. Oh, giving tree. Yeah. I said has your mind opened up she said honey don't give up just believe that it's best you are my giving tree I break a limb and you love me oh giving tree she said has your mind opened up she said honey don't give up just believe that it's best you are my giving tree i break a limb and you love me oh king and queen Better go green. No, I don't know. <laughs> Love it. Who can say they had their name, a whole song written about them? Look at that. Oh, you back. guys. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you. you guys and someone named Layla. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, right. right. <laughs> okay, what, what inspired that song, Jam? Um, that song's actually about Mother Earth. And uh, just, I, I was taking a philosophy class in college, and um, my professor was talking about. Um, mother and how it's hard to put a definition on what mother means and um, so it was inspired by my mom and also mother mother earth but there's so many different definitions for what mother means like Mm -hmm. you've got mother earth you've got mother nature you could adopt somebody and still you know and foster somebody and still be their mother and so it's um, it's so hard to put a definition on that but there are these um, wonderful motherly beings in this life um and we have to treat them with respect and kindness and appreciate them you know for everything that they do so thank that's you what for being so about. awesome jam uh i i was out with jam and my son chet last night and it was meatless monday yeah and oh you guys have a name for it i love meatless it monday. meatless monday for, for people trying to go vegan you yes. can thank paul mccartney for that one all so. right paul. <laughs> oh, really <laughs> Yeah, and so I was good. I I just had some of the uh, what was that avocado? Yeah, it was like bubble. avocado quinoa. Yeah, so it was really I, good. I oh, I'll, that sounds yummy. Mm-hmm. Mondays I'll be meatless, no matter what. Okay, hey, that's a start. There baby, you go. Baby steps. It's Absolutely. Start. Right. Yeah, totally. That's a start. And and guys, Jam is our house musician, not just because he's so awesome with his music. But he really, truly believes in what we believe in here at the Green Room, in the Green Room, dot green. And it is about saving the planet one show at, at a, a time. time. But he really is all about self-sustainability. And it's not just the way he eats. It's the way, like you heard, the way he thinks about Mother Earth and Aww. how to treat things and tell, people Tell us all the ways everything. that you are sustainable because I know you do wear organic clothes. I do. This is an organic shirt that uh-huh. I'm wearing. These pants, um, I got them at Goodwill, actually. And then these shoes, I don't know where these are from. But anyways, I try to be as organic and 
local and renewable as I can. And um, one thing that I'm really proud of is that I've been recording uh, my record at Jack Johnson's Solar Powered Plastic Plant Studio. And so that's going to be coming out next year. And uh, it was recorded with 100% solar energy. And so um, that's something that I'm really proud of. And then I'm working on like getting all the packaging to be out of recycled material and stuff like that. So yeah. You're doing your part. I'm doing my part and as best as I can, you know. And he's so great. Every concert he's promoting our show because he's part of our show and he, he believes in what we're doing. And so he's part of our team. So thank you, Jam. Absolutely. Really thank you, you for allowing me to be a part of the ride. All right. Well, we're going to hear another you. song you so from much. you here in a little bit. All right. Sounds good. So we're looking forward to it. Hey, guys, Thanks, I want to give you the telephone number. Like I said, we've got two very prestigious guests here in the house. So if you guys are interested in calling, the number to call. Ready? Get a pen. Get ready to write it down. It's 602-393-0113. Again, that number is 602-393-0113. If you want to call, ask your questions, or just say, hey, whatever, that's the number to call. Well, I hope you have questions for Mark Lampy, who's uh, going to tell us how we can make all our homes more eco-friendly uh, and more sustainable. Uh, Mark, let's Hi. hear about it. Can you tell us what Where we can do? Where would you like to start? Well, first off, tell us what exactly is it that you do? Well, out of my 20 years in the music industry, I started a new company called Kaping, K-A-H-P-I-N-G. What does that mean? Not much. <laughs> About six martinis. And, <laughs> That's and where the best businesses and grow. And the name worked. <laughs> Mark, likes, Mark likes to have fun, and he definitely wants to be part of our next cannabis show. Hey, we're there. It's Absolutely. coming up real soon, actually, this next month. Weather's changing. It's the perfect time. For he was telling me show. he wants us to light up during the show, and I'm like, I'm not. All I don't right. know. It's the green so, room. So back to. Uh, <laughs> I don't have my medical Is this card. A snow, no smoking building. <laughs> no smoking. I'm sorry. Only in the elevators. <laughs> <laughs> Everything so else is open. So back to Kaping. Yes. Oh, Kaping. <laughs> you forgot that fast. It's all that green. It is. It's all those years on the road. <laughs> This is St. Louis, right? <laughs> oh, this will be a good night. All right. <laughs> so tell us, Kaping, how did it come about? Kaping. You know, Kaping started by accident. When I got out of the entertainment business after 20 years, I invested in some property with a friend of mine. Oh, sorry. Thank you. And, um, you know, we started learning about real estate. And I saw a parallel between real estate and the recording industry. The recording industry never changed to downloads. They fought it for years, and technology changed the whole dynamic of the recording industry. They always believed that Tower Records, Sam Goody, Music Land Warehouse, I could go through the whole country because I sold them all, was always going to be in business, and that physical piece of plastic was always going to be there. Well, if you go back to the time of back when it was MP3s and uh, when Napster came out, uh, it changed everything. They were going to put little 12-year-old kids in jail, for file sharing or stealing intellectual property, which they called it at the time. And basically, music was given away for free at the time. I didn't personally agree with it because you have an artist that spent time recording, exactly. putting their life into it, and they have what they call a royalty. And the royalty was paid to the artist for their hard work. Well, the dynamic never really changed for years. And it did change when iTunes came on the scene, but it took five years for that business plan to come into effect. So think about this. If you look at all the previous contracts of the early recording days, anybody from a Led Zeppelin to a cheap trick. Um, Led Zeppelin, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. And second favorite. Think about it, that there was no provision. Jason Bonham was playing opening the other night for cheap trick. How's that for full circle? I love it. And you didn't bring me, Jeff. It's Mm. over. You didn't ask. (laughs) (laughs) But think about it. Back then, they didn't have the foresight to change to their contract about digital downloads. So all the years went by and, you know, artists were trying to recruit off of digital downloads and what a royalty would be. And for me, I was getting a little burnt out. My management company was doing 200 uh, shows a year around the world. So out of this investment into real estate, I started seeing a parallel between what the I call our competitors today, not to name any names like Zillow, Trulia, or Realtor.com, we do it different. We protect the listing agent. We have a great business plan. We're giving agents the tools that they need for today to be successful in technology in order to market themselves. And with social media today, 
I call it social selling because it's clear that social media sells properties. And it's just a whole different look at it. When you look at a lot of the software that was written, it's very old, 10, 15 years old. Wait, this is how Kaping is different or better than Zillow? Well, we don't, Kaping is this. Everybody, the Zillows of the world are more consumer centric and they're willing to drive the consumer to whoever's willing to pay the price for that lead. So if you look at a Zillow and you'll see three agents on the page and it's very, in my eyes, deceiving. That's why I have the trademark, you're listing your lead, where the actual listing agent is always represented on their listing. The consumer now has the confidence that when they reach out, they are talking to the actual listing agent. And we've proven this. Which saves you money, right? Well, it it could be, it, it may not necessarily save you money, but what it's saving you is peace of mind. This is the largest investment when you talk about investments, Jeff. This is probably the largest investment in somebody's life. It's their home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I am a firm believer, the real estate agent, some people don't agree with me, that is invaluable. And I've been quoted before that you don't go to Jiffy Lube for a heart bypass. You want the listing agent to answer your questions. I have proven this over and over when I've purchased homes. Or you want that person that can actually know the property versus somebody who looks like they're representing the property. And I think it does a disservice to everybody. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but with our software, and right now we're about 2.2 million listings across the country and growing. And Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, we're doing really well, which I'm excited, and we're about to get our message more out there on a national basis as we focused it on Arizona, our home market, to really beta test. But I mean, with Kaping, you get all these great free tools, social media sharing. We do all the heavy lifting. We pull from 542 MLSs in the country. We put it into a customized dashboard for the agent to use where they could share their property on Twitter, Facebook, whatever it may be, Instagram, Google+, LinkedIn. But on top of that, we, when we pull the listing in, we create an automatic virtual tour for the agent on the property with music, and we push wow. it to YouTube. So I'll make the announcement now, but in three weeks, we will be the largest real estate channel on YouTube in the world. We'll have over 1.8 million properties on video broken down by city, neighborhood, all across the United States to put consumers in direct contacts with real estate Okay, agents. Mark, we're celebrating this tonight. It's clear to me that you're buying drinks tonight. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. And I'm charging <laughs> it to your clients. It's clear. Okay. That, so, that, 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 that's not allowed, sir. Oh. So, Mark, let me ask business. this. So, this company has pretty much blown up, and for we were, good we reason. We were in the process blowing, of blowing, blowing up. up. Wow. We are really on the verge of going to the next level, which I'm happy about. It's taken time. If I would have known... Uh, dealing with software developers, I think I go back to managing musicians. <laughs> That's so, funny. But now yeah. you're That's funny. It's true. <laughs> the face over here says it's funny. true. But so how did you get from just what you're doing to helping people make their homes more eco-friendly? Well, how does that you know go what? We're really the first site. It was interesting because I approached one of the home builders a few years ago here that focuses in on green communities and how nobody has taken this data into account on a property. And that was one of the things I liked about it because green homes are emerging. And with our system, you're able to go enter keywords for green homes and be able to pull it out and find that green home. Now, not every home is going to be exactly green, but I think that there's a lot of things you could do to your existing home, a home that you're living in now, to make it more green. Like what? well, I'll tell you, you, you know, it's, I know it's going to sound crazy, but the regular maintenance on your air conditioning unit, as mm-hmm. crazy as that sounds, mm-hmm. it's the simplest little things that save energy, replacing your filters, mm-hmm. having them come in twice a year, maintaining your HVAC, as, as crazy it is, you can go to Home Depot and you can go get the seals for doors and wrap it around there and help keep the energy inside. Mm-hmm. You know, energy efficient appliances, when you look at it, TVs versus the old days, a washing machine, a refrigerator, you know, it all adds up a little bit at a time. 
when people and consumers go out there, it's one of the things they look at. If you notice, it's right on the appliance. It says this appliance will cost you X amount of dollars a year. It's little things like that. And believe it or not, we live in the desert. And one of the biggest things, I think, is windows. Yes. Oh, my gosh, the glass. Yeah. Glass. The glass, glass windows, the double-pane yes. windows, keeping everything inside. And the thing is, Mark, all of these, these suggestions that you're giving people, it's not only helping save the environment, but it's helping your wallet. So it's well, a win-win. And you know what? People don't ask this question. It's interesting. I didn't learn this till Arizona. You can call your electric company and say, do you guys have plans? Think about it. There's a plan here in Arizona through SRP, like between 3 and 6 p.m., which yes. is the highest usage of electricity. Mm-hmm. If you dial it back, you'll save 30%, 20 to 30% on your electric bill. So true. If you do all your laundry uh, in the middle of the night, which mm-hmm. is what I do, you save a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. Kinga, you're up in the middle of the night doing laundry? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so um, when do you actually sleep, Kinga? Oh, we forgot Kinga doesn't sleep. <laughs> in between we cycles. We make a joke about Kinga not sleeping. I, I'm talking about like, you know, between like you maybe 1030 and 1130. Yeah, the <laughs> spin cycle and the, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> he said spin cycle. We're not going to even take that any further. Yeah. No, but it, it's so exciting because Mark wants, we want to have Mark as a regular and he can come on here once a month and tell us all these little tips of how we can make our homes more efficient, more sustainable, and how we can all be well, living in a more eco You know what? Home. Look at landscaping. Okay. Yes, there you go. Landscaping's great. So here's an interesting story. My mother lives in La Jolla, and she lives in a beautiful community, and I noticed that a lot of the landscaping was removed to more desert-friendly. And they said it's cut them back 40 to 50% in water usage. Isn't that crazy? So in a place that has a lot of water, they're making these changes. But here in Arizona, where we really, really need, I mean, you'd think they'd be requiring some type of gray water systems or, you know, catching your rainwater or something. We have actual HOA communities that require people to have grass in the desert. Really? Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. What sense does that I don't want to mention the areas, but there's some areas where the whole area is just all grass. Nothing's eco-friendly. And it's like, you know what? One of our sayings over at thegreendesert.org is if you can't eat it, why water it? If you're not doing anything with it, why are we wasting water on it? That's a great thing. That's the bottom line. I like that. I think it's interesting. I read a great article out of California where, you know, they had the drought and everything, and they were cutting back and dialing back everybody from watering their front lawn. And there was a story about a homeowner I think it was in Los Angeles. He decided not to water his front lawn. So it all became, you know, brown and, you know, lost its green. And he got a ticket from the city saying you're not maintaining your property. Well, well, well that happens because some of the neighbors get outraged if they see. Yeah. And that's the, the thing. That's on down. us. Like, we can put the blame on whoever we want to put the blame on. But communities, we're the ones living in them. We're the ones who need to step up and speak up and say, this is what we want and what we don't want. And when we have people that maybe are not educated enough and maybe a little naive, that's not to criticize. That's you just don't know. And if you don't know, somebody's got to teach you. We have to speak up and be the people to do that. But I do agree. You want your yard, you want the yards to look nice. And so if you are, you know, if your yard's all grass and everything that's soaking up all this water, you need to switch out your plants and, and go to gravel and cacti, you know, instead of just not or watering. Or just whatever is natural to you wherever just say you cacti. live. Yes, she yeah. did. You don't like cacti? I just, I just <laughs> love he the just word wants cacti. Okay, got it. <laughs> you know what else is The, the plural tip? of cactus, I just love that word. <laughs> I'll tell you another great tip is LED light bulbs. Yes. Yes. People don't get it. And by the way, when you leave a room, turn it off. How hard is that there to you do? Go. That oh is my so, gosh. I mean, it drives me crazy. Like, you know, when I have relatives that come into town, I love them all. Oh, my God, dude, there's nobody been in the kitchen for 20 minutes. Why are the lights on? And. There you go. Another tip. And. and. Did you know? God, I really like talking to smart people. And these are smart people. Oh, so, he thinks so, we're smart. So thank you, all of you. <laughs> and good now, looking. <laughs> well, take it. Beautiful people in this room. So, Jeff, what do you do in your home all to be sustainable? Them. Do you do anything? Well, back to that in a moment. I know you're sustainable, but how are you sustainable in your home? Back to that in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't laugh at that. Well, because he wants to get back to what he was saying. What, uh, what were you okay, saying? Okay. What Go were you for saying? it, Jeff. I assure you I laughed. <laughs> okay, so so following that, not only are there things that you can do, mm-hmm. uh, and I learned a couple of really neat things there, Mark. Thanks. So, yeah, very there cool. There we go. Um, okay. And it made me think that let's. Um, there's also things 
that the government will allow you to do and encourage you to do and allow you to get tax breaks on. True. Okay, so let's say you are a business owner or let's say you're in the real estate business and you own a building. Many clients are shocked to learn that they could do what's called a cost segregation study or an echo study Hmm. and save huge amounts of money in taxes from doing some of the simple things that Mark was just talking about. Yeah. Well, here we go. Everybody out there, did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> you can save money with your taxes. Yeah. Jeff tells hell. And and I and I'm not talking about little pennies here and there. Pennies here and there. I'm I'm talking about substantial amounts of money. But the pennies add up. The, see? see, they do. I'm with you. There's substantial amounts of money. <laughs> I had this great bookkeeper that worked for me for years, a CFO, and she was nice, and she always had a cigarette in her mouth with the deep voice, and she always go. Stop looking at the big numbers. Look at the little numbers. It's the pennies that are killing us. And I go through the books. I'm going, oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. All right, guys. We want to hear a little bit more from Jam. But, again, get your questions ready. And because when we get back, jam, we want to know more about what you're doing for these newer homes as well. What can we get excited about? What is there to look forward to when it comes to green living? So that was your tease Mark, so you can start thinking of what you're going to talk about. By the, also, by the <laughs> way, how old is Jam? Uh, Jam 21. is 21. Okay, all right. Am, 21. I, am I the only person who looks at Jam and says if he took less showers <laughs> that he would look like a 21-year-old Axl Rose? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I've never gotten that I look like Axl Rose before. I get um, Dave Misname from Megadeth a lot. So. so let me ask you this. Yeah. Is that a compliment? Yeah. When he's nice. No. <laughs> but but I think Jam's yeah, no, he was He was the biggest, you know, he was at one yeah. time oh, the biggest yeah. rock star in the world. I had a crush on him actually when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Axel yeah. Rose. All right, Jam, yeah. what are you playing but for you're us? Um, do you want me to play another original? I want you to yes. play whatever you want. All right, but cool. we want to dance. Can we oh, you want to dance? Yes. Can we have one original and one Beatles? Oh. Okay, well, then it's Beatle time. This is his last song. So. Yeah. You there want to play Beatles? Yes. Okay, here, let me see the mic. There we go. I want a love song. Let me see. A love song. Yeah. Oh, don't let her put all of those restrictions on you. It's Beatles. That's a lot of... That's a lot of all right, Beatles. Here we go. Is this mic on? Here we go. There we go. There we go. All right, here we go. Don't let me down. Don't let me down Don't let me down Don't let me down Nobody ever loved me like she does Ooh, she does Yes, she does and if somebody loved me like she do me, ooh, she do me, yes, she does. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Don't let me down, yeah. Don't let me down Cause I'm in love for the first time Oh, don't you know it's gonna last Cause it's this love that lasts forever, yeah And it's this love that has no past Don't let me down don't let me down Don't let me down Don't let me down I guess nobody ever really done me Ooh, she done me Yes, she does And from the first time that she really done me she done me 
she done me good yeah don't let me down don't let me down don't let me down don't let me down He never lets us down. Thank you, Jam. You're incredible. We love your voice. Thank you. Really nice. Jam, tell people how they can get a hold of you if they want to see you or listen or any of that good stuff. If you you go onto Facebook or YouTube or Spotify and you type in Jam Now, you'll be able to find me. uh, And your next concert is? I'm playing this Friday at a place called Bud's Glass Joint in downtown Phoenix. And it's uh, they're going to be like blowing glass there and stuff like that. And it's going to be really cool. It's at first Friday, this Friday. Glass, yeah. I know to look back at you, mm. Mark, when he, he said. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Camellia glass? Oh, oh okay, cool. Go. So anyways, there and then Saturday I'm playing at DeSoto Central Market. So. And where's that? Ooh, uh, downtown, Downtown too. Phoenix. Yeah, yeah it's cool. We're there together. Yes. Okay. Yes. But anyways, well, thanks jam, for having me on the show. Thank you. Thank you. You know we love to hear you, you guys. So, so Jam Now, you got it. And yeah. speaking of Facebook, you guys are talking a lot on Facebook. Letitia asked, and this one is for you, Jeff, um, what can I do to get some of those huge tax breaks? Uh, a good thing to do is to go hire online. <laughs> go online and hire Jeff. Go. There okay. we go. Yeah, hire Jeff. <laughs> no, actually, I, I don't. I don't do that part. Uh, <laughs> is it Christensen Management? Is that what it's called? Google. Um, you can get a referral to somebody who does it, or you can go- get online and Google. Okay. Uh, and look and Google cost segregation study for real estate, and it'll pull up all sorts of stuff. And typically, the the professionals who do that will do it and charge you based on a percentage of what you save on taxes. So if you save a hundred grand, they might charge you thirty grand. But based on the amount they saved you, so net, you were just ahead $70,000. Oh, that's incredible. Hey, oh, that's that's something it, I didn't have. It, it's, it's one of the best things that business owners and real estate people don't do just because they don't know to do it. Now, you mentioned earlier before the show about Elon, Elon Musk and getting tax breaks with uh, the cars or something. Um, well, t- what we were talking about early was uh, sustainable, eco-friendly things and that Tesla was a good example of an investment. Okay. Where you were kind of doing both of the things at the same time. That's not an endorsement to buy Tesla stock. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway. So okay, we thanks, have, Jeff. That, that's some okay. pretty good advice there. We've learned a whole, whole I've lot. I've learned so much. Right? Data. Everything from if I win the lottery, what to do and what not to do to green communities and how to make my current home more green without spending a whole lot of money. And Thanks to Mark How Lappie you can get here. five and six dollar dresses at Goodwill. And, and how not to shrink them and put them in the dryer. Yes, I hope you learned that, Kinga. I learned that. And where to find Jam if you want to jam with him right now. So guys, we want to thank all of our guests. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so Remember, much. Remember, it's in the green room. Green. Check out our Facebook page. Our website will give you all of the shows that you've missed. And hey, don't forget the motto. You guys know it. It's saving, saving the, the planet, planet one, one show at a time. <laughs> Thank you, Mark Lampy. Thank you, Jeff Christensen. Thank, Thank you. you, Jam. Thank you. Thank you, Chat. I love Thank you, Quita. Thank you for listening to In the Green Room. <laughs> Join us here live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. or anytime on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com.